Today on Truth File, I'll be looking into the topic of loss. It's true that everyone in their lifetime will experience grief in one form or another. Whether that's the loss of a child, a loss of a parent or someone else close, grief is a fact of life that everyone at some point will come across. Dealing with the loss of a loved one is challenging enough at any life stage, let alone when the loss of someone is premature or unexpected, or when we are confronted with grief earlier than we anticipated. Confronting and challenging grief is always going to be extremely hard, but balancing university life as well as understanding these emotions can be a real struggle. I can speak from my own experience after losing my dad in an accident while studying for my A-levels. I believe I understand the pressures that come with studying, as well as coping with the emotional turmoil associated with grief. Today, I hope to speak to some other students who've had similar experiences to find out what challenges they face at university. First off, I spoke to Krista, who is a journalism and creative writing student at Falmouth Uni. Two years ago, he lost his mum. Um, so thank you for joining me, because I know this is probably quite a tragic thing to talk about, so thank you for coming in. If you kind of give me a bit of an explanation about what your experiences are. Um, so the summer before I started uni, my mum passed very suddenly. Um, it was about two months before uni. Uh, uh, kind of what challenges as a young person do you think that provides or like someone that's trying to study because like obviously at that age that we're trying to like figure out who we are as well let alone trying to like deal with something like that I mean it certainly provides you with a, a new challenge because it kind of it forces you to grow up Definitely. More. and, and yeah. the fact that I was just about to start uni and that the idea of losing one of my most important support systems that was devastating and I suppose that can be quite detrimental to a lot of people. Yeah, I can imagine, definitely. Um, do you find, like, people our age, because I, I found, like, friends at home and things, people our age aren't really, like, exposed to stuff like that at this age. Yeah, definitely. So I lost quite, like, a few friends that kind of struggled to understand. Yeah, I think that's an important thing to note, that I was a bit older than you, because I, yeah. I was 20. Because I remember one of my biggest fears was that I would, like... Because I felt like, OK, I can survive this but I didn't know whether or not I would have like a breakdown later where it, where it would all just hit me. Yeah. So I was really worried about that, but that didn't really happen. I think I'm still waiting for that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> to a certain it, extent. Because yeah. I think the whole university experience of, of leaving home and going here and kind of entering yeah. this bubble of uni, mm. that has kind of also just put a tem temporary stop to it. Yeah, because I'm not home and I don't, I don't really see the changes that have happened. Yeah. Home. Do you think like having something to focus on, like your studies, is, is a good distraction? Do you find that keeps you going? Or yeah, like? definitely. Because it, it doesn't really... I mean, for some people, I think the unhealthy part of it would be if you kind of just like left it behind completely mm -hmm. and just immersed yourself completely within what you're, whatever you're doing. What do you think your like gut feeling is when you found like you know for me I kind of describe it as uh anger like I say so well, I'm gonna go study in anger now do you know what I mean I think that's why I kind of have got as far as I can I have because I just kind of mm. you know it's always kind of keep going you know keep you know I let myself kind of let myself not succeed you know what I mean I guess so. yeah I think so yeah I think I was very Something that was very important to me was the idea of making her proud, kind of. Yeah, I can yeah. definitely relate to that one. But I, I don't, yeah, I think that was mostly what it was about for me, doing yeah. that for her, kind of. And have you kind of like had any um, help from like university, or do you, do you kind of like talk about it for like support from uni, or? No, I, I, I actually I don't because I, mm. I don't really talk about it a lot. I went through it a lot in my own head, and I kind of, f I supported myself through it, kind of. From speaking to Krista, 
He's in a similar position to me as a young person who has lost a parent while studying and I think it's quite a complicated age to lose someone because you know, we're at this age now that we're trying to find ourselves and trying to discover what we want to be and who we want to be. Um, so next I wanted to speak to Anne, who's a fellow journalism student on the course with me. And she lost her son to suicide a few years ago. And she tried to come to university to change her experience into something positive. So uh, on the phone with me now, I've got Anne Thorne, who is a fellow journalism student. So thank you for joining me, Anne. Hello, you're welcome. <laughs> So I understand this is probably quite a sensitive subject, but if you could just give me a little bit of background about your experiences. Yes, well, really, I, I started writing, really, because uh, as a result of my son dying. So in a strange kind of twist, it's kind of brought me to where I am today. I had just moved to Cornwall. This was six years ago this year, this summer, um, from London, and I came down here in April, and everything was fine. And then at 10 o'clock on a Sunday night in July, this is about three months after I'd moved down here, I had a knock on the door from a policeman, and it was that sudden, it was out of the blue. Um, and it was like you see the TV drama, you know when they ask you your name and they're all serious, yeah. you think, why is there a policeman at my door? I must have had a parking ticket or something, I don't know. Um and then it's the, oh, sit down. And as they're saying that, you've got this thing playing in your head. And, uh, you know, and it really was like that, oh, is your son Toby Thorne? And yes. And, and then he told me he'd died. And then in the next sentence, he said, oh, and he took his own life. And I was just processing, he's died. I mean, this was just, you know. So I kind of you know, thought, well, I've got to start rebuilding now. So I kind of pulled myself up and, you know, that the only way to cope with loss is to find other people that are going through the same thing. Absolutely, yeah. And get together. So I, I started, yeah, I then started an online support group. So it kind of went on from there. But it was really writing the blog that people, someone said to me, oh, you're a good writer. And then I got this idea to, <laughs> to go on I know what. To a writing <laughs> yeah. So it was really, in some way, it's, um, I can kind of see now that I'm not saying it's a good thing my son died, of course not, but there's been a lot of uh, terrific life-changing stuff for me that's come out of it because yeah. I think when you've, you know, lived, as you know, when you've lived through your worst nightmare and you kind of see it does give you this kind of strength and steely resourcefulness. I can I can relate to that one, actually. Kind of what challenges do you think university life kind of throws at you dealing with grief? You know, because a lot of people, especially you're kind of with people here that are at a younger age and they kind of really haven't been exposed to grief or loss as much. Do you think that throws up challenges that, that... I think it challenged me because my son was at university. Yeah. Um, so in a way, it was a big reminder. He he was at university for a year, and then he dropped out, and then he tried to go back. I mean, so he had kind of dropped out by the time he took his life, but he was very much, that had been his last experience. So I think it was, everywhere I looked, I could see young people, you know, thinking oh, this should have been my son. It was. I think it was that. It wasn't so much that there wasn't other people there. feel that Toby would not want me to live a miserable life. He'd be saying, oh, sorry, Mum, you know, I did. But he. I think he'd want me to, to get on with it. So I just yeah. think living what I'm doing is kind of honouring his memory and making sure that his life didn't destroy my life as well.
hearing Anne speak about her experiences, it seems obvious to me that, you know, loving someone and, and holding someone close as much as you do with family and friends, you're also opening yourself up to possibly losing someone. You know, loss and grief is a very human thing and it's such a big part of, of life. For me, putting together this podcast today is as much a self-reflective exercise. It's also been fantastic to hear other people's stories because grief can be so isolating and just because it's a personal to everyone, it doesn't mean that it should be an individual battle as well. You'd be surprised to find how many people are in similar situations. They say that a problem shared is a problem halved. Talking about these things can help us to see that whatever life throws at us, we can turn it into something positive.